Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of True Toxicity. I'm your boy, Chris G, filling in for our good brother, SP3, the, the pilot of the airplane, so to speak. He is not here to make it with us on this great episode four. I am here with the good brothers, though, as usual. Let's start off with the living legend himself. One word, Larry Morgan. How are you, brother? What's up, man? How's everything, brother? I'm uh, here chilling, man, trying to make it through the day. I hear that. I hear that. Next up, we got the CEO of Five Villains, the multi-talented Brian. What is going on, my toxic good brothers? Okay, feeling good today? Energy's on 100. Yep. Top shelf's only being smoked. Hands always being washed. <laughs> we on, we on 70% yeah. right now. Might need to roll up another one to get to 100. <laughs> and next up, at last, we have the three-time, three-time, three-time baby-making champion, Ness. My brother, how are you? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fine. What's going on, good brothers, for all the lovely people at home listening? Thank you for tuning in, tapping in with us on True Toxicity. And we're just going to hit you up yep. with another banger of an episode, man. We rolling, we working. So on the last episode, we brushed on this topic called mixing business and pleasure. Something I'm just going to admit, I do it on purpose. I honestly just don't be giving a fuck. I will say how I feel. I will do whatever my mind tells me to do, even if my gut is telling me no. My brain and my heart just tends to clash when it comes to this idea, even though we know it's not the right thing to do. Because once things are good, things are great. You know, you're making your money. you be able to go to your work. you be able to see the shorty that you want, that been on your mind since you got home. And yeah, things are good. Then you get to that one problem and everything just goes down, downhill from there. Problems start getting escalated. The little things starting to matter more. Headaches start getting bigger. Then the inevitable breakup. I hate, I hate I hate when it gets to that part when you just cross paths and it's just like oh shit we we saw each other naked we did this this and this that one little issue just changed the whole perception of the job sometimes it even made me want to quit sometimes but I I gather my toxic senses I gotta I gotta look myself in the mirror it's like you don't gotta go she gotta go you can outlast you have this with this <laughs> inside yourself. You can stay toxic. She, she is bothering her. Let it bother her. You making your money. You can't. You signed up for that paycheck. It was just extra. But all in all, I if I could take back the times that I did mix business pleasure, I would. I probably still wouldn't be friends with them to this day. But hey, and even led to me getting into an entanglement. But we, I, I, I could talk about that later. What about you guys? I'm not talk about it now, bro. Talk about it now, bro. <laughs> we here. Bro. Yeah, 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 bro. Go ahead. <laughs> we here, bro. We already, bro. We already on the dark side of the moon, bro. This is the point of no return, brother. You got to go. <laughs> All right. So I'm working at yeah. this place called. <laughs> Probably the worst place ever to work out. I would not recommend working at Eatly. Like, everything is there is messy. Like, it's good if you want to have, like, high school fun. But, nah. I got into it, like, with the manager. 
we had some talks. We were very cool at first. Like I try to keep on a very friendship level because you know how you got to scope out for the people who be snitching, the the goody two shoes. So I thought her being at a manager, me being at a regular grocery stock, it would just be cool. Like it'll be an upgrade for me. Like it'll be a good look in my head. Like oh yeah, he's with the manager and stuff. But then she had like problems like outside her personal life, which it just became a little bit too much, and it was. I don't know. It was just confusing for me. So I thought that I was in the good. I thought she liked me for who I was. All that, you know, all that fairy tale love story stuff. But then once, once her problems got to her and then it got to me, I had to end up taking the shit into the stick. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to just keep it player. Just let her be her. If she wants to, you know, speak to me, she'll speak to me. If not, I just got to take it in the chin. So I got into another, I got into another situation at work. New girl comes in, she works pasta. Oh my God, she has like almost every culinary degree. Like she does catering from amongst different cultures. So she could go Caribbean, she could go Mediterranean, she could do Mexican food, like French, whatever. You just ask where she gets it done. I'm not gonna mention names because we've already, like it was like a whole war that went on during this time. And this was yeah, probably- Keep, keep it confidential, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying my best, but they're going to end up seeing this because they faithfully watch my stories on Instagram through different profiles and stuff. I, I know who's who. It's it's entertainment to me. I, I don't pay no mind to it. It's like, it's a day in the life. But with this girl, it got even worse because it's just this organizations I'm not even supposed to be mentioning that it could get me into a lot of trouble so all in all even oh. though it was a bad like sex was fire amongst both of them manager pussy was amazing the, <laughs> the food came after the sex like but they they ended up becoming friends I don't know why I don't know why women do this you guys find a commonality of being a guy's ex and it just opens door to a friendship that makes me look like an asshole. I'm a little mm-hmm. bit of an asshole, but I keep it to a healthy where it's balanced out because no, nobody's too good. Like it, there's no, there's not one person in this, in this world that is too pure. So like everybody has something to it, but they ended up just creating a narrative for me. It's like, I just be fucking around at work. And that was the one. T- that was the one job I only did it at. I didn't learn my lesson. I'm probably gonna do it again with this new job I got, cause it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ness, what about you, brother? Before oh, you know, yeah. you got into your uh, situation. <laughs> oh yeah, this this was yeah this was way, years ago, like over a decade ago. Like, I'll. Um, Long story short, mixing business and pleasure is not the best idea. Um, I can say just off experiences, like one, people are nosy as fuck. So as long as you're trying to keep it on the down low, they're gonna be nosy. Like you're obviously gonna interact with the person you're dealing with at your job. Like you're not gonna brush them off or try to you know, make them feel that they're not important to you because you, you know, obviously you're dealing with them. So people pick up on them type of vibes and shit like that. Like, oh, they're all, they're dealing with each other a lot. They're talking to each other a lot. They're hanging out a lot. You know, they're always around each other and shit like that. 
once motherfuckers start picking up shit like that, then they want to know what's really going on behind the scenes and shit like that that doesn't really concern them. And also, like we like we talked about with the uh, with the wingman situation from the last episode, niggas just be hating. So if you're dealing with a bad chick or you know somebody that somebody else wants to deal with, they start hating. You know, start trying to figure out and pry and get into the situation where it really, again, really doesn't concern them, but they're just so jealous and jaded. They want to, you know, interject themselves in the situation and try to fuck up your mojo where it really wasn't necessary at all. So that's another situation, especially in the place of business where you're, you know, you go in there and you're trying to get your money and do your job. You don't want all this extra shit going on. But I think it's also something else that, Brian, you touched on. Whenever y'all have a situation or you're beefing or whatever, it's at work. Like, yo, I come here to work. Yeah. I come here to do my job and get my money. Like, I'm not coming here to be having lover, lover's quarrels with you and letting everybody know about our situation. Like, that shit's not cool. So, you know, like, that. that's why, that's that's a little bit of the um, reasons why I will never, ever, well, one, I'm not ever going to do that again, because I'm in a committed relationship. I love my girlfriend very, very much. I know she's listening right now, so she can smile. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm not, nah, I'm not putting myself, I'm not subjecting myself to that situation ever again, because I know the negativities that come around with it. Like, don't fuck up my money. And that's what mixing business and pleasure that's like at the top of the list it'll fuck up your money real quick when things go sour because no no slight to you women and i'm sure you guys can say this about men but i'm not a man that deal with other men i deal with women women are i deal with one woman let me clean that up Uh, but women overall (laughs) y'all are a little bit petty so you like to do some shit Mm -hmm. especially in a public forum whether it be you know social media or just out and about in real life you guys like to exasperate situations and bring attention to it that it really does not need and i've been in situations that it could have been handled in the privacy of just me and the person that i'm dealing with but no they want to do it in front of everybody and put on a fucking show so like nah i i'm and that's not the type of uh, situations I like to be in. I usually just shut down and make it way worse than what it needs to be because you're already making it way worse than it needs to be. So we're both just out here acting like total assholes and making fools of ourselves because one person doesn't want the other person to make the other person look bad. So yeah, I to negate all that shit, I just don't do that shit. I learned that at a very young age. Like I said, over a decade ago, I don't do that shit no more. <laughs> Man. That's kind of well, Chris, Chris G, what about you? Chris G, the G stands for greatness. That's what we're going to call you from now on. <laughs> He's like, what? Yeah, me? Yes. Yes. Chris Greatness. <laughs> That's a good one because I could use a little greatness in my life right now. Um, I, you know, I had to think about it before last episode, I said that I didn't mix business with pleasure, but I I did on one occasion when I was younger. And I mean, it all depends on the person and the character because the way it started and the way it ended was very quick, very painless, uh, no emotions, no immaturity involved, but it's, it's definitely not a good thing if the person like gets attached on either way 
Um, it's like Ness said, it could fuck up your money, man. That's the most important thing. I mean, personally, well, obviously I wouldn't do it anymore. Um, after that time, I didn't aspire to do it. I did it when I was younger or I tried, you know, to, to bag girls that I was working with when I was younger and single. And, you know, we're bored. We're, we're kids. We're teenagers. We're, we're becoming men. That's the type of shit that we do. So I've had, I mean, you know, I've tried it, but I would advise not to do it, man. Especially if you're worried about your money, definitely don't do it. Don't go be uh dicking where you eat or something like that. That's what, that's the saying, I think. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think that's the same. Bro. It's not the same. <laughs> but I you know that was who the, the fuck same. about it? So I don't even know what the saying is. <laughs> I, damn, I know. I shit. It's like right on the tip of my tongue too. Yeah, it's shitting where you eat, but dicking where you eat works just as good. Oh yeah. Well, so now, yeah, that that actually makes a lot of sense. Since since we're on the subject of mixing business with pleasure, uh, was there ever an instance in your guys' life where, basically, what was the worst thing that happened? to you or maybe somebody you know that you've experienced uh, mixing business with pleasure. Uh, maybe the other person got too jealous and did some something extreme. Maybe it was something extreme on your part. Uh, Brian, let's start with you. They became friends. The two girls- <laughs> he, he did do that. <laughs> turns out they became friends. So I'm working grocery stock and I got to walk around the whole store stocking shelves and stuff. The the manager, she she worked for the coffee station. So she just stood in her own little corner. She dealt up business. She had her own little staff. And then the pasta chef, she like was basically on the way to the coffee shop. So I would make my rounds, say hi to say hi to the pasta girl. I'm just gonna have to call her for this episode just so I could stay alive for the next couple of days. Um yeah, so <laughs> the manager lady would come into the pasta section pasta section, just start friendly conversations. I didn't think of it too much at first because I thought she was just being nice. But then reality hits and it's just like she wants to know something. Something's up. So I would have to be on my toes. I would have to be, I have to use little white lies. Like they're not harmless, but like, you know, something, you know, if you don't have to know about it, you don't got to know about it. I had to keep on doing that. And yeah, it comes to a point where you just have to keep it real. And just let them know, like, this this happened. I'm about my money. If games keep on going, I'm going to just eject myself from both of y'all lives. But it it, end, it ends up getting you to a place where it's like, yo, this wasn't even me when I first got here. Like, it comes to, a, like, a revelation point where it just kind of gets to a kiddish games. But I'm still going to do it again, though. <laughs> just one time at this new place. There's this is one girl that I seen at my job. She's she's high. Still not gonna say her name, so I can stay alive for the next couple of days. But yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cut in here. I mean, um when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, man, that's the that shit hit the fucking fan, bro. Like it was this one time, it was way back, bro. I was working at Bali's Total Fitness when it was when it was open. Now I think it's called 24-hour fitness or whatever the fuck. But back in the days, for um all you younger listeners, it was called Bali's about maybe 10 years ago. So um I was I was a personal trainer and one of my clients, bro, she was bad, but I was at the time I was 22, bro, and she was 37 at the time. So we had a 15-year difference. 
And like, yeah, so I was training her, you know, working her out and everything. First time we met, like, she came to the desk and was like, oh, I'm looking for a personal trainer. So I was like, oh, well, I can help you. I am a personal trainer. She's like, okay, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, you know, kind of lose this weight. You know, I got kind of kind of thick and I want to just trim down a little. I'm like, all right, cool. As soon as I seen her, I was like, God damn, she's bad. And then I thought that she was like in her 20s. But like, come to find out, I was asking her, you know, her, her age and I, I was asking her information and she told me, oh yeah, I'm 37. I was like, what? So, and normally me, if anybody doesn't know, I actually, I actually always liked older women, like <laughs> woman 15 years older than me, 20 years older than me, whatever. But I was like, okay, okay. So, you know, I hit her with the, the line, wow, 37, I would have said 27, 25. You know, once you, once you do that to an older woman, you're halfway in the, her drawers already, bro. That's the, that's the cheapest pickup line, bro, for an older woman. You're already halfway in her drawers. So we're working out. The first couple of sessions were fine, whatever. The third session, I noticed like she was like really close to me and kind of rubbing up on me and stuff. So, you know, I'm like, you know, I, I, I'm like, I'm kind of taking that hint, but I'm like, I don't want to go too far. I still got to be professional. So we were doing um, back rows with like, she has to pull the bar down and like, you know, work on her back, like tone off her back. So she was like, can you show me how to do it? So I'm like, okay, yeah. So I try to grab the bar from, she's like, no, while I'm doing it, I'm like, okay. So I try to like put her hand on it or put my hand on She's like, yo, no, just stand like right here behind me and like, you know, direct me and everything, you know, kind of spot me. So like, I was like, okay, I could do that. So we're doing that and you, I got on sweats, you know? <laughs> and like, she's like rubbing her ass. Yeah, bro. She's like rubbing her ass on me. And I'm now, now at the point I know what she's doing, bro. I know what the fuck she's doing. I, she's like, like twerking on me and stuff. Like while she's going down, I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing, huh? But like, so I ain't gonna lie, yo. My mom, I, I got the Woody, bro. <laughs> I got the mean Woody, a Woody son. Yo, I got a Woody meaner than Joe Green, bro. I was like, oh, damn it. Not now, bro. <laughs> so, Not that word. So she was like, oh. <laughs> yes. She was, so this was she said. She was like, "Oh, I see. You're happy to see me. You're happy to train me." I was like, "Oh God." So as we're leaving, like you know, because all of the clients, we gotta walk them back downstairs or whatever to the lobby, or whatever. She's leaving. She gets fully dressed. So I'm standing at the desk. So she's walking out. She's like, "Oh, you have my information." I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I got you." Thinking like she's talking work. She's like, "No, I mean like you know my number." I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's here, it's here. She's like, yeah, you can use that. And she just walks out. So I'm like, okay, cool, no problem, no problem. So, like, two days later, she comes back in. We're chatting it up. I try to, like, act like nothing happened. But she just got straight to the to the point, like, yo, so um, I was thinking maybe we can hang out sometime. Because, you know, she's an older woman, and she, she like, mad experience and yeah. everything. So she kind of took charge. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I would love that. We can go out, you know, da, da, da. So she was like, yeah, yeah, Um, here's my cell number because I gave you my house number, my landline, because this was back when people had landlines, actually. So she was like, this is my cell number. Call me. So I'm like, <laughs> like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I decided to give her a call, and I'm like, okay, we can meet up or whatever. 
go out to like you know uh, uh you know a restaurant or whatever like one of those things with finger foods or whatever so i'm like okay cool so we went to some spot in sheepshead bay and we're just sitting there hanging out da, da, da. why do they have music on so I'm like, okay, cool. This is like, now it's like eight o'clock. She's like, you want to dance? I'm like, yeah, we could dance. We could, uh, So we get up there, we start dancing. She starts getting mad, intimate and stuff. So then she starts drinking. So now I start drinking. One thing led to another. And I just like came and like put my arm, like I went to the bathroom and then I came back. And so I just like came behind her and started like massaging her and shit. And she was like mad into that. She turns around and like lays one kiss on me, bro. Like, why? Then we start like making out, and I'm like, oh damn. So this is this is uh, this is uh weird, kind of weird. This is uh, you know, client. Yeah, So she's like, I. It's like she read my mind, bro. She was like, yo. Um, do you feel weird doing this? That like, um, you know, I'm kind of your client. I don't want you to feel weird. So I was like, nah, I don't feel weird. Nah, fuck that. You know, I'm big boy. You know, for fucking that shit. So she's like, yo, okay, cool. No problem. So we didn't even fuck that night. We just was making out, feeling each other. Blah, blah. So I think the next week, she's like, she gets to me because we were having um conversations about what can she do at home. So I had recommended um like one of those machines. I thought it was cold though. And she's like, yo, I just brought the machine you were telling me about. I was like, oh, okay. it was a long time ago. So, oh, I was like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, but I may need you to come to my house and, like, help me put it up. So, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool, I'll do that. So, yeah, that's where I, yeah. <laughs> so I go over to her house, and we're putting the machine up. So I'm, like, trying to be, you know, respectful or whatever, and She's like, hey, you want to come in and like see my bedroom? I want to show you what I did with the place. Because she was an interior designer. So I go in there and like looking at her bedroom and stuff. She was like, this is where, you know, the magic could happen. Because magic hadn't happened here in a long time. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. <laughs> see where this is going. So um, long story short, one thing led to another. We wind up having the sex <laughs> right on that bed. And like, so we wind up like um fucking for like a while. Like then I started like noticing like she would be like, Well, can I come to your place? Can I come to your place this time? Like she would be like talking like fast and quiet and all of that. And I was like, okay, cool, no problem. This is where I fucked up. I'm a lot more experienced now, bro. But back then, I was like dumbfounded that was just like the fucking chicken head cut off i would always notice there was like two of everything in her house bro like two toothbrushes two sets of towels <laughs> you know two yeah those type of things nah not necessarily <laughs> so i would always notice she would be talking quickly i gotta go gotta go and she'd be like, can I come to your place this time? Can I come to your place? Can I come to your place? So, yeah, sometimes she would come to my place. And this one time, I went to her plot, her spot. And, like, we're getting it in. We're getting it in. I hear the door. She's like, <gasps> get in the closet. Get in the closet. Shit you not. Shit you not, bro. Get in the closet. Get in the closet. Real quick, real quick. So I'm in the closet. But after she throws my clothes in the closet with me. So I'm like, she's like, stay there. Don't say anything. So I'm like. Okay, so I'm in a closet. This is where I found out 
she had a fiance, bro, who she didn't live with, but was out of town on like business shit. So he comes in, he's like, hey, honey, hey, how you doing? Da, da, da. And she's like, yeah, yeah, how are you, baby? How's everything? Huh? Okay, yeah, go in the, wow, let me see something. Go in the kitchen real quick. He's like, no, 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 stay, hey, I haven't seen you in weeks. How are you? She's like, yeah, good, good, good. And I'm in the closet just listening to all this shit like, yo, are you serious? Did I really just end up in some shit I see on fucking TV, bro? <laughs> like, I'm in the closet now. She, <laughs> I'm like, yo, how the fuck did I just end up in this shit? So he's like, yeah, what's up? Hey, oh, so tired and beat. She's like, yo, because the kitchen was like down the hallway away from her room. So I'm guessing she was trying to get him away into the kitchen and into the bathroom so she could sneak me out or whatever the fuck. And he goes, and I'm in the, I, I, I didn't even see him, but this dude had like a booming ass voice, <laughs> you know? Like this dude sounded like fucking God, bro. <laughs> like fucking Darth Vader or some shit. So I'm like, yo, I'm here ass naked. What if this dude finds me? I got to fight a dude that's, I got to fight a dude it, bro. Like, I, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't want to do this shit. So I'm like, yo, I really hope this bitch gets like this, this motherfucker in the bathroom or something where I can just like run out or something. He's like, okay, no, no, just, you know, I want to just chill in the living room real quick. Like, or, or whatever he was saying. He was like, I just want to chill here right quick. She's like, okay, no problem, no problem, no problem. I'll be right back. He's like, okay, cool. She goes in, she comes in the closet, she's like, don't see him, I'm going to try to get him into the fucking kitchen in the bathroom, and when he does that, I want you to run out. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm whispering down, what the fuck did you, why, why didn't you fucking tell me? She's like, no, 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 shut up. Close the door. She goes back outside. So they're literally like watching TV, bro, for like five minutes, and I'm just in the closet. And she's like, yo, you want me to go fix you something to eat? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You said you were hungry, right? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, yo, yeah, come with me. I want you to, um, I want you, I want you to come to the kitchen with me. Yeah, let's fix something. She's like, okay, whatever. He goes in the kitchen. They go, they both go in the kitchen. I hear them walk past. She's like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hand me like the onions or something like that? Go in the refrigerator. He's like, all right, cool. This is this is awesome. Like, you know, we're fucking both cooking and whatever the fuck. So I'm just in the closet, like sweating bullets bro sweating bullets and she's like all right hold on i'll be right back she goes in the um room i think she's like i'm gonna go with a towel or a face rag or whatever a dish rag or whatever she goes in the closet she's like Yo, sit right here. i'm gonna try to get into the bathroom i'm sitting here like dude why the fuck can you tell she's like shut up shut up close the door he goes she goes back in he's like yo you're acting kind of weird I'm like, oh, here it is. This motherfucker's going to find me now, son. <laughs> He's going to find me now, son. She's like, weird? No, I mean, like... Yeah, so I'm like, wow, what the fuck, yo? I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's going to goddamn find me now, and I'm going to have to fight this dude ass naked or whatever and beat the fuck out of him or whatever. So finally, he winds up going into the bathroom for some reason, you know, and, and this is after, like, he was like, you acting weird. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm just, yeah, I'm just tired. Just had a long day. So he goes to the bathroom. She immediately comes, opens the door, 
like tells me shut the fuck up. At that time, I had already like put on my. I started put it on like my boxers and shit like that. <laughs> my fucking wife beater or whatever. So she, she's like go 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 go. So I like book it to the fucking door, and now I'm in the fucking hallway like getting dressed, and I run the fuck out. So that was an awkward situation. She comes back to the gym like maybe a few days later, and I'm just like eyeballing her like yo. What the fuck was that all about? She was like, yeah, you're right. I should have told you. I should have told you I had a fiance. But, like, we were on rocky terms and 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 everything because, like, he called off the wedding and, and yada, yada. So I didn't think. I was like, well, it sure seemed like y'all was good when he came in from what I was hearing. She was like, no, we were on, like, rocky terms, and and I didn't expect him to come. And I forgot he had, like, a spare key, and, like, he was on, like, a business trip, and I thought he was going to be gone for more days. And I'm like, yo, but you're sitting here saying that, like, you were on rocky terms, but it sounds like y'all was, like, still, like, you know, committed. She was like, no, no, we're not, we're not. It's just, it's just really, it's just really complicated. It's just really complicated. I was like, yo. That shit could have ended up in a whole different, like, light right there. So, like, long story short, she brought, she actually brought him, bro, like, maybe, like, a week later and was like, hey, I want you to meet somebody. It's my fiance. This is, like, they acting, she's acting like nothing happened. And she's like, this is my trainer. It's my personal trainer. The guy I've been telling you about who's been getting me back into shape. So I see the dude. He looked nothing like what I thought he was going to look. I'm thinking this dude was going to be like fucking 6'5", fucking look like goddamn Jason Momoa or some shit like that. This motherfucker's like short, like 5'7", or whatever, but like with the boom in his voice. I'm like, what the... Oh, hey, nice to meet you, sir. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's my story where like everything went good when you mix business with pleasure. Yeah, I know you're thinking, wow, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely just was thinking good... that too. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, nothing happened. You know, we were fucking, makes business with pleasure. I, you know, I almost got caught and things like that. So, I mean, like, that's that, it could have ended up bad. My story was shit you, went you bad. Were the original trapped in the closet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it went okay because you know what universe seven. is that good? But let's go with your bad story as well. Dog, no, no, no. All right. But and that's here's the thing. That's what I was thinking too, because that was after Trap the Closet dropped, bro. So I'm sitting here like, how did I end up in the fucking like same shit I see on on fucking TV and goddamn here on music, bro? Like trapped in the closet, son. So the next story was when I was bouncing. And it's always that fucking weird. When I, I was bouncing at a um, club in Long Island when I was young. This was like a few years later. So I had met some girl. Like, you know, she was there, there to party up. So, like, you know, I just bagged because I was at the door. So I wound up bagging and everything. So I we we started talking. I'll never do this shit again, bro. This is, this is literally why. Like, I work in a hospital now. So this is literally why I don't date people that work with me. I, like, I hardly date nurses, doctors, whatever the fuck, because, like, shit gets crazy, bro. But so I was bouncing at this this spot called Club Mint in Long Island. I don't even know if it's still open, but um, I bagged her. We started talking and dating. And um, 
long story short, she used to come through like with her homegirls on Saturdays and things. Any type of like body language, it looked like I was giving another girl, she would get jealous. Like, oh, I see you found yourself a new friend. I was like, nah, this is my job. I gotta like, you know, I have to be presentable. I have to be cordial. I have to have a good rapport with everybody as the doorman. You know, I have to be cheerful to everybody. Like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. So when girls come through, I'm like, yo, let me just open your bag real quick, your purse real quick. Oh, damn, what is that you got? Oh, you have a nice night, you know? She would see that and like, oh, you're being too flirtatious with them. I'm like, I'm not being flirtatious. I'm really not being flirtatious. So we would get into arguments literally every night because she thought I was flirting with other women. So then I was like, yo, after a while, I was like, I can't do this no more. She was like, nah, nah, nah. Not okay. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I can't. You're right. I'm. I'm being. I'm being. You know. I'm being a jerk. You know. I'm being jealous. Da, da, da. So like a dumbass, I was like, okay, I'll give you another. You're right. Yeah, I'll give you another chance. I'll give you another chance. No, no, no sense of breaking up with you. I should have just been stuck to my guns. Like, nah, chill. Fuck you. But I was like, okay, you gotta promise me. Like, you know, you have to promise me you can't do that. Like, I was like, I look back now, ten years ago, bro, and I'm sitting here like. God was I dumb. <laughs> and that, that could be a that could be said for a lot of people, for all of you, for people listening, men and women. Like we grow as human beings and we realize, God, did I make so many fucking mistakes? So I was like, okay, you have to promise me you, you won't do that shit, that type of shit. She's like, I promise, baby, da da da. Lo and behold, same exact shit comes up. She winds up getting to a fucking fight with a girl, bro. A all like a fucking whole fight with the fucking girl. Then her friend is there, tries to jump in. Then the fucking the the girl's like male. Fr- I don't know if it was her boyfriend, but male friend tries to jump in. So now I gotta grab him. Like, yo, bro, what's up? Just relax, you know. So uh, I gotta grab him, throw his ass out. Then my uh, coworker, <laughs> my coworker was another bouncer. He he's taking care of him. Now I gotta break up this shit. Now my coworker, the girl bouncer, has to come through and start fucking bitches up. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, you brought this shit to my fucking job, son. So like, I we we we're done. We're done. You brought this shit to my job. She was like, nah, 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 cause you fucking all these other bitches. I'm like, all right, whatever. Have a nice night. You can't come here no more. Like I'm the I, I tell the owner, I tell all the bouncers, yo, she's done. She can't come in here. Lifetime, lifetime ban. So. I'm thinking everything is cool. She didn't come. I'm sitting at the door, yada, yada, yada. She fucking drives by and fucking throws a stone at me, bro. <laughs> like, yo, I'm not, no, I'm not, I, I wish I was joking, bro. Dog, she drives by, fucking has a stone in her goddamn car. There are people online. She drives by, stops, throws a stone. Everybody went like, yo, everybody got to move. So I fucking duck out the way. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this bitch is fucking crazy, son, and speeds off. So I'm like, the owner comes out. He's like, yo, what's up? You want me to call the cops on her or anything like that? I'm like, nah, don't don't do that just. Yet. So I'm like, after a while, I'm like, yo, I can't even work here. No, I gotta I gotta switch bars or whatever. I gotta switch uh, clubs or whatever, son, because she would have did that shit a lot, bro. She would have came through and 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 just harassed me, bro. So that's the story where it went bad, mixing business with pleasure. So I'm not, I'm not, I know in the last episode I said I was indifferent, but I'm changing up my tune. Just telling these stories again and, and reliving them again. Yeah, 
They're not good. <laughs> I agree with you guys, bro. <laughs> what They're about not you? good. Do, Chris, do greatness. You have, what about you, brother? Do you oh, have my no. bad? <laughs> my yeah, bad. Yeah, my I, bad. Explain <laughs> my brief, my brief escapade when I was young. But Ness, what about you? Do you have uh, any bad, oh, no, yeah. bad reactions? Oh man. Um, to keep things confidential, I uh, I'm I'm trying to go into this story without exposing too much. <laughs> All right, so yeah, when I was younger, I used well, yeah. All right, but when I was younger, I worked at um, I think my first job was fucking Popeyes. I got that job through my girlfriend at the time. Uh, that I didn't know how things played out at her job. Um, the people there were telling me stuff other than her. Um, but I really didn't pay attention to it. So at the time, I really wasn't like giving it any thought or anything like that. But they basically were telling me things like, oh, you know, the girl does this, that, and the third. And there were, I've never really got proof of such things that were going on, but that's just an example. Um, later on, I left that job, left that girl, uh, ended up working at McDonald's <laughs> as everybody's first job or one of your first jobs when you first start working, you work at McDonald's. And it was a lot, not even just myself at the time, my coworkers, plenty of my coworkers, guys, girls, managers, their subordinates, everybody was in there doing some shit they ain't had no business doing. So it got to a point where I had two situations. Um, one that I'm gonna speak of, definitely, um, I was dealing with a girl at the time, uh, one of my first baby mom, my, excuse me, my oldest daughter's mom, I was, we had broke up. Um, and there was this girl there that liked me. So I'm like, fuck it. You know, you like me. We can see where it goes, blah, 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 whatever. So as the time goes on, and nothing, nothing really came about that. But uh, my baby mom found out about the situation after the fact. So she like came up there one day and was like, yo, this ain't gonna happen. You ain't gonna fuck with that bitch. You know, like, and I, and I didn't want that to happen at all. Like, all right, it's one thing to deal with the situation yourself while you're at work. Now you got an outside force coming in, putting um, light on the situation too. And you're like, I'm like, yo, you gotta chill, yo. You're like, you can't come up to my job acting like this. And she just like, just straight ramming on me. Like, nah, you fucking with this little bitch here and you better not be talking to her. I don't care if y'all just, just cool now. No, you can't be cool with her. You can't be friends with her. Nothing. I don't care. And the girl's like, I really want the situation to get to, uh, like the situation where it was at now. Because the girl, she really didn't have nothing to do with it. You know, she didn't really know my situation with my baby mom, and it really wasn't like her fault. Again, she knows that we weren't dealing with each other at the time, and we just got, I guess, got cool again out of nowhere just literally out of nowhere. So she really didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. But then like once everything got cool again, as you know, women are just like, all right, I don't give a fuck what you had going on. 
I'm back in the picture, that shit stops now. So like, I, if it was like a situation for me at 11.59, if she was back in the picture at 12 o'clock a.m. or p.m., that shit had to end at 12 o'clock a.m. or p.m. You know, it was over right then and there. So she came back and she was just trying to dictate everything. And I'm just like, yo, chill out. Cause I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep myself from being in any trouble at work. You know, I don't really want to hurt the girl's feelings that I was, you know, trying to talk to at the time. I want to get everything straight with me and my baby mom. It was like, it was just, I was getting hit from so many angles. And like, that's the real, one of the reasons I'm like, yo, I can't do this shit at my job, bro. Like, it's just too much going on. It's too much to deal with. Like my baby mom and the people I work with or the girl I was working with and the people I work with at my job that's seeing the situation play out. It's like too many fucking factors for me to deal with right now. So I'm just like, you know what? I will never ever put myself in this situation ever again because this shit is just fucking awkward. It's just like the craziest level of awkwardness like nah I don't I don't like this shit whatsoever and it's just like it's always gonna leave a bad taste in the place of business mouth like the place that you work at because like the situation can be taken care of be done and over with but they're always gonna remember that you know you had this situation take place at you know your place of business so they're always gonna be like yo like you already had this happen with this girl over here was, like even if the situation came down we're like all right me and my baby mom not together and I try to move on. And let's say there's another girl at my job that I want to that I want to talk to, and like I might be feeling, she's gonna be like, "Yo, I ain't about to fuck with you. I just seen your other baby mom come up, your baby mom come up here, and she's wilding the fuck out. And the girl that you were just dealing with, you know, she still works here. She could throw salt in the game too. It's just like so many factors and so many things that can hinder your situation. And I'm just like, yo, I'm not doing that shit. I'll keep all my pleasure outside of my fucking business and ever since I started doing that, everything's been on the up and up. So I'll never go back. <laughs> yeah, like I, I learned my lesson very, very young and I learned the hard way. I'll never mix business with pleasure ever the fuck again. Uh, two I'm things sorry. I can take from this is work will make you feel trapped. And everybody, and I'm, I'm kind of convinced people working in the food business be fucking it's something about working with food just making more fucking I, yo it's just the like really like the bottom of the barrel in the like the economy so it's like fuck i'm just doing you know i'm working at fucking popeyes and mcdonald's and shit the best thing i can get out of this is some ass <laughs> <laughs> all right we need uh we need your guys feedback at home we need your comments about Mixing business with pleasure. Give us your stories. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, hit us up on the mailbag. The email is truetoxicity at gmail.com. Ask us anything for future episodes, whether it's about weed, whether it's about art or logo designs, whether it's about being a legend, whether it's about making babies. Just send us questions. Uh, anything you guys want to add before we close out? I'll add this. Just listen to the our war stories and try to do better. If we're telling you not to do something, don't be like, oh, well, it didn't work out for those guys. It's gonna be different for me, no. Nine times out of 10, you're gonna get the same fucking result that you'll hear from the five, six, or however many people will be on this panel 
because we we still yet to have our our full panel of everybody that's going to be on the um, on the podcast. But if you hear it and you're like, yo, I can relate to that. But oh, those guys didn't do the right thing. I got the right way to go about it. No, you probably don't have the right way to go about it. You're probably going to go about it the way that we already tried, the multiple ways we've already tried. Use this as a blueprint, take it and just say, you know what? I can relate to that. I'm going to use their advice and not get myself caught up in some stupid shit. I'm telling you, you're going to try like nine times out of 10, you're going to try and be that person that thinks that you can overcome the odds. We've all obviously have ran into the odds. <laughs> so don't think you're going to be the one that overcome it because that's just, fuck it. That's, we're all, we all just got to go through it. That's like a rite of a passage of a male growing up dealing with people that they work with or just having situations at their job. Like it's going to happen to you regardless if you think that you're like Casanova, Swab, Devonair, you're going to get caught up eventually sooner or later. Like if it doesn't happen right then and there, it's going to happen eventually. You know, I don't, I don't want to sound like a hater and throw salt in nobody's game, but it, it happens to the best of them as you can see. So like, just, just be mindful. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't mix business with pleasure. It's going to feel good, but it's going to bite you in the ass later. <laughs> Brian, sure. if it could get worse, it definitely will get worse. Probably times two. So just take it from us. If you could find a way to get a new job, yes. Maybe get into that situation because you have your, your scapegoat. You got your other place of, of money making. But if it feels good now, make sure it feels good later. From the True Toxic City Brothers, we wish you the best. And any more any more advice you fellas want to give out to the to the the listeners out there? Yeah, Larry, final thoughts. We know you got some good advice for them. Uh, no, I mean, you know, just, just uh, you know, sanit- wash your hands, sanitize, brush your tongue. And, you know, I mean, um, have a lot of the sex. That's it. <laughs> Drink water, <laughs> eat your vegetables, you know. <laughs> just go Dude. on, man. Follow us <laughs> on Instagram at True Toxicity. You can follow our Facebook page as well. Thank you for listening to episode four. Uh, We'll be joined by SP3 for episode five. We'll be coming up with a topic soon. Something interesting, of course. Send your feedback, of course, at the Gmail, truetoxicity at at gmail.com. For the living legend, Larry Morgan, one word. My boy, Brian, the CEO of Five Villains. And for the three-time, three-time, three-time baby-making championess for our good brother, SP3, who's not here with us today. I'm your boy, Chris G. We'll catch you guys next time. The G stands for greatness. <laughs>